Hi guys, welcome to the Simit to Win It podcast. The podcast in which I answer your questions using the 30 sims of data I've run for this week in Fantasy Chapman. I can't believe we're actually in the final week of season two. It's gone by so quickly, it's unbelievable. I can't believe this could, in theory, be the last episode ever of the pod. It's been an absolute blast. I'll do some shout outs at the end um, for people that have really helped me along the way, but we'll get into this episode and we won't reminisce just yet um, because we do have one more week and it could be a big week. You know, it's close at the top and there's lots of people, you know, wanting this data for uh, for that last push, including me. Um, I'm hopefully going to going to have that one last push and finish as high as I possibly can but enough rambling and we'll get straight into it first question as ever comes from Benno Benno asks about Gardner versus Charlton home how is he looking so my sims he starts 25 got six goals 13 assists picked up 40 points of bonus he was incredible for bonus he picked up bonus in 22 of the 25 games it was ridiculous he kept, they kept 18 clean sheets and he got eight yellow cards. Um, his average points were 9.16, which is absolutely ludicrous. I mean, for me, Gardner's got to be one of the top captains this week. He is risky. I do think captain defenders in general in any fantasy game has its risks. And that can be really tough. Um, but uh, it is what it is. And I think that you've got to make that decision. And it is a tough decision in the final week. But um, I do think that he is a viable option. I think if you're not too bothered about your rank, you just want a bit of fun, I think captain him um, because the numbers are there. But, you know, Bolton conceded an early goal. He doesn't get much. He could easily end up with two points. So it is a tricky one. I'll be captain and guard on myself. Um, maybe some of you will, uh, will join in with that. Next question comes from... Blakey, Blakey asks about the best 6.0 or below mid. Now, um, obviously, with this being the final week, you have those opportunities to just take a punt now. Just swing for it and go go for one for one more for one more punt, really. And and, and if you want to choose a 6.0 mid, you're only looking at one game. So Chadwick, um, he seems to be the one that, that crops up a lot. Obviously, in Sims, he doesn't play every week. So I got a 15-game sample. Four goals, five assists. Yeah, he looks perfectly fine. Watford away is a nice enough fixture. Um, I'm recording this quite literally. The leak came out five minutes ago. So if I make any mistakes, as I probably will, um, please excuse me. But I know Chadwick is starting. So that's obviously good. I think he's a good option. Um, Other good, decent punts. I like Wally. Um, He's a 4.5 in an attacking team. So I think he's a perfectly viable um, Viable option this week, the home to Charlton. They'll go at Charlton. They'll score some goals. Wally could easily pick up an assist. And we know he can pick up assists in this game. So I think he's decent. And Marinelli, if he plays at home to Newcastle. But I do think this price point is very, very tricky this week. I think there are some okay mids, slightly more expensive. But I actually think the midfield is is pretty bare this week. Um, But yeah, Chadwick would be mine. And to be honest, a lot of people will own him already. So um, he's not really much of a punt, but um, I think he's possibly the best option. Linking in FPL Jills, finally. Last part, I'll get your name right, mate. Um, He asks about Chadwick versus Marinelli versus Alex Anderson. Now, Chadwick, like I said, 15 game sample, four goals, five assists. 
Take the starts with a pinch of salt. He doesn't play every week in Sims. Marinelli's the same. I could only find 12 games from Marinelli. Two goals and three assists at home to Newcastle. Pretty poor. Um, with Marinelli, even though he doesn't start that often, he does okay when he starts in general. And this isn't great for him, but, you know, small sample. So it's not much to go off of, in my opinion. I still think he's good value for money. And Alexanderson, home to Leicester, started 27, got five goals and six assists. I thought that was surprising, though. Usually in these nice home games, Alexanderson actually performs really well. But this was not an example of that, unfortunately. He does okay, but um, I think if you've got him, you hold. But I own him, and, and I think I'm probably going to bench him because I think there are better options in my team. It's a shame, really, because he's, he's such a good player and such good value for money, and I think he's been one of the most solid players. But with the data not looking good, it does worry me. But you never know. With players like Alexanderson, it could be the game he comes with a goal or an assist and you've got your value for money. But for me, it's, it's a risk. Um, it's a risk playing him because I'm not sure the data is there to back it up. Next question comes from Eno. Eno asks about Lippmann at home to Derby. Now, I'm just going to put it out there. In my opinion, I don't think he starts. Um, we've had the midfield leaked for Liverpool. Um, I think that it will be Fowler and Owen and then Heskey's third choice and then Lippmann. So he's probably not going to start and he doesn't start in Sims very often. 13 games in my 30 Sims, six goals, three assists. He's solid. Sometimes you find he starts a fair amount. Sometimes he doesn't. I think if you own him, he's a sell for me. I know it's home to Derby, but I think you're in that final week and you can't really afford to hold on to players that you don't know are going to play. And I think that around that price point, you've got the likes of Gotha and Ramberg, who you know are playing in a nice fixture. You've got Dublin. I just think he's a sell for me. Next question. This is a combination of lots of people's questions. Uh, Blakey asked about the best captains, but loads of people, I think FBL Footy Dad and a couple of other people asked about the players that I'm going to go through. So I've just sort of meshed it all into one big question. Um, because it's the final week, I've decided to gather a lot of data. So I've got from what I believe to be maybe not the nine best captain choices, but the nine players I've picked out who I think people will be looking at um, and I'll tell you guys who I think my sort of top three captains are this week at the end. So I'll just rattle some data off. I'll try not to rush through it too much so you guys can hear what I'm actually saying. Henri away at Ipswich, um, 26 starts, 16 goals, 8 assists. Really consistent for Henri. It's a nice game, actually. Um, we've had Arsenal's midfield leaked, have we? Oh, no. Maybe we didn't get an Arsenal leak. No, we didn't. We got the Ipswich forwards leaked. Ignore me, sorry. Um, but yeah, Henri, he'll probably start. Really, really solid. Good assists, good goals. Baduka away at Man City. He started 29, 14 goals, four assists. Pretty solid for Viduka. He's not amazing in away games, but he's always quite steady. And I think he's fine. I'm not sure he's a captain option, though. I think there are better options. Larson, who was my surprise of the data, 27 starts, 22 goals, 3 assists. Now, I don't know if there's a reason for this. Man City away is a reasonably easy fixture, but he seemed to just blow it out of the water, which is awesome. So I think he could be a good fun punt if you're feeling like a last-minute swing, but I do think he has his risks. He's away from home. Dublin, I know every week I say it, it doesn't matter what. And once again, you know, he starts 19, take it with a pinch of salt, 11 goals, 4 assists, 
it's so frustrating looking at Dublin stats every week. He seems to just constantly knock it out of the park every game, even though he doesn't always start. This guy in game is just an animal. And to be honest, he I don't think he's started all year for Villa and Arsenal. If he had done, he'd be smashing points, be right up there. Phillips at home to Blackburn, the guy who I think a lot of people will be looking to captain. Started 25, 17 goals, three assists. Lower than expected, I think. I think a lot of people would have expected above 20 goals. Um, he underperforms the likes of Larson and uh, a couple of other people I'm going to get on to. I do think he's fine, Captain Joyce. He's probably still the safest, although the data doesn't back it up. You know, in other people's sims, he could absolutely smash it out of the park. Just in mine, he hasn't. It's just how the game goes sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think he's a safe Captain Joyce still. I wouldn't put people off him. Next, Gardner, as I mentioned, 25 starts, 6 goals, 13 assists. He looks like he's got a huge amount of upside this week. He, yes, it's a defender, but I think Gardner's probably the only defender in the game who I would viably captain outside of a double game week. Um, I can't really think of anyone else who I'd captain in a single game week. No, probably only Gardner. His upside is brilliant. He is the only defender in the game I think he's capable of really producing sort of 17, 18, 19 points in a game week. And also Bolton have a good clean sheet chance, so that helps. Next is Pedersen, 23 games, 16 goals, 9 assists. As mentioned, he looks amazing. Boxic, home to Newcastle, 27 starts, 20 goals, 4 assists. Boxic at home, is just Boxic at home. He's incredible. I think he's a really good option this week. I'll get on to free hit later. I'm, I toy with a lot of these strikes. I think Boxic, Larson and Phillips, they're tricky to choose between in some cases. But... Um, and Henri, I think it's hard. I think I wouldn't be switching them out for each other. I don't think. Because you could get anything from anyone. But uh, the numbers of Boxage do look good. And finally, Rude. Way to Watford. 27 starts. 21 goals. 5 assists. There's a lot of data. A lot of people. Um, so my conclusion to wrap it up. My top three captains in no real order are Gardner. Who am I going to go for? Rude and Pedersen. Now, I know the data doesn't correlate with that exactly. Larson and Boxage are smashing it out of the park. But not all of my opinions are based solely on data. They can't be because data is only one side of the story. You know, it's loads of numbers, loads of factors. And I think that for me, I'd rather trust Solid Captain at home. I think Charlton at home is such a good game for Pedersen and Gardner. They look amazing. And Rude is rude. And I know he's a boring person to captain in the final week, but I think he'll do well. Boxage would probably be my number four, um, even though Larson outperforms some of these guys. I just think the away game has got too much risk, even though the numbers look good. But yeah, that's just how I see it. But obviously, you can trust the numbers and you can uh, obviously interpret them the way you want to. Next question comes from FPL Richie. He asks... Because United are in the League and the Champion League Cup and Champions League final, would I drop any of their players or sort of bet against them in the final week? <sighs> this is a really tough question. It's a really good question, actually. I probably wouldn't. Now, obviously, we're coming off the back of a triple game week. I think most to nearly all people will have triple United at this point. Away at Watford's a nice fixture. 
Would I be dropping them? It's tough. Possibly. If you don't have any other move to do, yes. Obviously, you've got a transfer, or may have two. Make them, of course. I wouldn't, we obviously know the midfield, so I wouldn't be dropping Varane, Chadwick, or Nedved at all. I'd be keeping all three of them if I own them. I'd maybe drop Sylvester because you could get in Honcho, Hippia, Desai, Terry, who all have good chances of keeping clean sheets. That might be a move I I could make. Um, it's one I've considered. However, if you're on a bench boost, although the leak has given us a little bit more information, so I wouldn't be too concerned about rep. It doesn't look like United are probably repping anyway. And obviously, FPL Richie asked this question before the league. I think if you're on a bench boost, you could possibly move off of one of them, like the defenders. And if you're on free hit, I wouldn't be tripling up. Although the fixture's nice, I think there are better fixtures and ones with more upside. But yeah, I like, I'd hold Rude, I'd hold the midfielders. Maybe with a defender, you could switch to a Liverpool or Chelsea one. Or Gardner if you don't own him. Um, I think that would definitely be an option. But yeah, I wouldn't be betting against them too much, especially since the league. Unfortunately, I think it tells us United are pretty safe. Um, speaking of free hits, um, next question is from Abdul. Abdul asks about basically free hit, which teams and which players I would target now. Um, uh, this question gets asked all the time. I've made a little free hit draft. Um, this is just my opinion and this is how I would play it because it's the final week. Now, I don't know what rank Abdul is. Um, I think if you're really high up, then you just play it safe. But I think if you're middle of the pack, I'd go for it. I'd chase some upside. So for me, I would be playing sort of 5-2-3. I don't think the midfielders this week are brilliant. So I would try and try and chase the upside with those defenders. So my goalkeepers would be Jaskalainen and Brannigan. I always have Brannigan on a free hit. Four million, he starts. Easy as that. UC as well, home to Charlton, I think is a good chance of a clean sheet with Cudicini injured as well. Um, he would have been another option. Uh, I'd have Gardner, 100%. Without a doubt, he'd be nailed on. In free, if you don't have him in your free hit draft, then, well, I mean, it's up to you. It's your opinion, but I think you're balmy. Um, I'd then have double Chelsea defence. I'd go for Desai and Terry. That's just for budgetary reasons. Melchiot and Babiaro are both perfectly good options. Um, they might be even better because they've got a bit more upside. But Desai and Terry just fit into the budget of this team. I'd then have Honcho. I mean, you could have Honcho or Hippier. It doesn't really matter. Actually, maybe have Hippier because he has a bit more upside. I just put Honcho in my draft because I did it quite quickly when I was sort of uh, going through it. So yeah, Honcho or Hippier. Maybe Hippier is better for upside. Maybe go Hippier. Um, and then I'd have I'd have Gray from Sunderland. I mean, you could have Emerson Tome. I'd have a Sunderland defender. I think home to Blackburn is a good clean sheet chance. Blackburn will sit back. Um, he's just a filler. I think that you could kind of go for anyone in that slot, really. But because the lack of midfielders... He was just a filler and someone who I think will probably get six points and will play. I then go for three 4.5 million mids. Um, this is just for budgetary reasons. The ones I'd go, Alexanderson, Brian Hughes and Etherington. We know Etherington's playing. Alexanderson will play and Brian Hughes is just a good filler for that final bench position. And then the two midfielders I'll go, bear with me, but... This is how I play it. I'd go for Berger and Barmby. They're both 100% playing on the wing. Now, I always utilise the league if I'm doing something like a free hit because 
Knowing a player's nailed is extremely useful for this chip. And both of them are playing. They're wingers. They're playing Derby. I say it every week, and it often seems to, to uh, ring true. Target wingers against Derby. I think Berger and Barnby. Maybe they won't both do amazing, but one of them definitely will, I think. We'll get something, whether it's an assist or a goal, I don't know. I definitely own them both, but obviously it's up to you guys. And then the free up front I'd have is tough. It's really tough. I'd have Rude. I'd have Pedersen and I'd have Phillips. The reason for this is not because I believe they'll be necessarily the 100% the best performance. Obviously, the data shows Boxic is a great option. Larson's a great option. Dublin's a great option. Obviously, Ramberg and Gota are both great options too because they're definitely playing. For me, Rude is Rude. I'd have him on a free hit. I don't think he can go zero United in this position. Pedersen, I just really like him. He's home to Charlton. And when teams are home to Charlton, I always triple up on free hit. And I think... I think Pedersen is more likely to produce a sort of 15 pointer than someone like go to a Ramberg. I could be wrong. I could be proved completely wrong. I mean, you could even go triple bolt on attack, go for all three of them. Why not? <laughs> I'm sure that could, uh, that could ring well for some people, but yeah. And then Phillips, although the numbers to me don't suggest that he is out and out the best option, I think he's the safest option, as I say. And I think with a free hit, although I want to chase upside, I still want a little bit of safety on it. And I think, he is that little bit of safety for me. So, yeah, that's who I'd go for. But obviously, like I mentioned, there's loads of other options. Um, Southgate, I think, is pretty good. Uh, you could even triple Chelsea defence. You could double Liverpool defence. Um, you could even, yeah, like I said, Larson's a perfectly fine choice. Dublin's a perfectly fine choice. Bolton, pretty much any Bolton player, is a perfectly fine choice. Um, yeah. I think you could really chase it. Maybe go without UC and, and, and go for one of the other bottom attackers. It's completely up to you. I think this is a fine week to free hit. I think because the league's very kind as well, that helps free hitters. I think free hitters could have a really, really good week. So I'd uh, definitely include players in that league. Try and get some safety safety in numbers with players you know will play. And then sort of pad it out with, uh, with other players that look good this week. Next question because of Mike D. He asks about... Who the best two out of Tiato, Petkov, and Perez? Perez? Perez are. Even I couldn't butcher that pronunciation. Um, so we've got Tiato's at home to Leeds. He started 27 games, got four goals, and five assists. He looked really weak. I was surprised. Tiato often does pretty well at home. But I guess Leeds at home is a tough game for Man City. They're not scoring many goals, scoring, averaging under one goal a game at home. Tiato's just. N- picking up stuff, penalties. I don't think he had that many penalties in my Sims. I haven't written it down. But yeah, odd assist, odd goal. Not incredible. Uh, Petkov at home to Man United, 29 starts, five goals, six assists. A little bit better. Um, a little bit better than Seattle, but not incredible. Like another game at home to a tough defence. Petkov is a great player in this game. And at home, he is exceptional. And so he can very easily just come up with stuff. But um, I wouldn't be holding my breath, but I think he's fine. And then finally, Perez away at Ipswich. Started 22 games, got six goals and nine assists. Perez's only problem is the risk that he doesn't start. There is always that possibility. The man, um, the Arsenal midfield is a minefield. Um, you know, predicting who's going to start is tough. But Perez, for me, is the out-and-out best Arsenal midfielder by a country mile. If he was nailed on for 30 five plus games a season he'd be 
easily a 9.5 million player. His problem is he, in Sims, he just doesn't string together enough games in a season to warrant that price. And I think that's probably what the pricing team were thinking when they priced him. I think he's exceptional. When he plays, he's brilliant. He is such a good player in this game. So, yeah, if I had to pick two, I'd pick Perez and Petkov. But to be honest, Petkov or Tiato, there isn't much to choose. Next question comes from Ski. Ski asks about Bolton in general at home to Charlton and how are they looking? He mentioned Pedersen, Ramberg, Gota and Gardner. Obviously, I've spoken in depth about um, about Pedersen and Gardner. So Pedersen, 23 starts, 16 goals, 9 assists. For shots, 3.83 shots and for shots on target, 1.97. Pretty standard for a nice easy home fixture with an attacking player. You know, he's... He's a good player in this game. The only problem is he's not 100% starting a striker. And to be honest, he tends to do better when he's up front. I thought he might be playing up front in these games where Wallace is injured, but he's not. So that's a bit of a shame. But he's still shooting a fair amount. And um, to be honest, I, I really like him in this game. I think he's really, really solid. Um, so, yeah, I think he's solid in this game. Ramberg. 26 starts, 12 goals, 2 assists, averaging 2.88 shots, getting 1.33 shots on target. Again, Ramberg looks perfectly fine. I like him in this game, although the numbers aren't incredible. 14 returns in 26 isn't exceptional. I think there's upside there. I do think it was unlucky in some sims. Bolton were lower scoring in a couple of sims. They only won sort of one or two nil and then in others they were putting three or four past them. So it's just variance really. I think Ramberg's still fine. Gota, obviously he doesn't start very often. So I had to run a 15 sim sample um without Wallace um to try and get those games. So I did um, well actually I think I ended up running 18 sims so I had to get 15 games. 15 games, eight goals, one assist. Averaging two shots and 1.13 shot on target. He looked pretty standard. He wasn't doing anything exceptional. He did seem to have a really good conversion rate. He only had 30 shots and got eight goals. It's a pretty good conversion rate. But I don't think he's anything to ride home about. But we know he's playing. So that's obviously a bit of safety. And he got one assist. So pretty standard. Um, and then Gardner, 25 starts, six goals, 13 assists. Averaging 0.53 shots. 0.17 shots on target. He isn't shooting that much, but he's Gardner. He can do incredible things. So, yeah, I do like Bolton at home to Charlton. Next question comes from Annie. I believe this is their first question. I might be wrong, but welcome to the pod. Better late than never. They ask about bench boost enablers. So who are the best bench boost enablers this week? Most of them are people I've mentioned. So Chadwick at 5 million, Wally at 4.5 million, Ramberg and Gota both at 6 million. Those are some really solid enablers that are a bit cheaper. Some ones that I sort of picked out I thought might be a bit fun. Um, you know, we've had the leak of, um, of the Tottenham midfield. So maybe someone like, I don't know, Davies, maybe that's an option. I don't know. Um, Etherington could also be an option. I mean, home to Villas and an okay game. I mean, it's not absolutely exceptional, but I think that there are possibly goals in it for Tottenham. I don't know. Um, Anderton, maybe. I, uh, it's worth a punt. Those are a few that I've sort of listed off. Like I say, with the league, I think you've got to use it and utilise it where you can. 
Next question comes from Billy Hadaway. He asks about the best six million striker options. The three that I've mentioned, Ramberg, Gota and Dublin. Ramberg, 26 starts, 12 goals, two assists. Gota, 15 starts, Sample, eight goals, one assist. Dublin, 19 starts, 11 goals, four assists. They're both great. I would probably go for Dublin because I think Dublin's a machine in this game, even though he's away from home. But Ramberg possibly has the most upside. Next question comes from Dirty Schmidt. He asks, should he take Heskey out ahead of the Derby at home game? And he has 10.5 million to replace him. Yes, I would take him out. I think he's a risk at home to Derby. It's the final week. Like I mentioned with Lippmann, I wouldn't be taking risks this late on. And if you've got 10.5 million, spend it. The best ones, Larson, Boxic, Owen or Fowler maybe. But my favourite would probably be Pedersen. Or Pedersen, Boxage, or Larson are the best three, but I'd probably go for Pedersen. I think the upside is there. And the final question, who else could it be? But Craig, Craig asks, Chelsea versus Liverpool. Clean sheet chance. Obviously, Chelsea home to Everton, Liverpool home to Derby. In the 30 games, Chelsea picked up 19 clean sheets, which is 63% standard Chelsea. They sort of get around 19 or 20 about that chance. I think they are one of the, them, Bolton and Liverpool, are the best three defences this week, I think. And Liverpool picked up 14 clean sheets in 30 games, 46%. Liverpool were lower than I expected. I think other Simmers may see more clean sheets for Liverpool. Um, Derby just seemed to nab the odd goal here and there, really. Um, it just is what it is. Variance. I do think Liverpool stand a good chance. That's the only reason I had one Liverpool defender and two Chelsea was just for the sim data. But I think both of them have a good chance at clean sheets. And I think if you are someone who's able to get a couple of each, you could have a really good, good week. That is the end of the pod, the end of the questions. I hope that isn't the final time I have to say this, but um, if it is, it's been an absolute blast. I want to shout out quite a few people because I feel it's important to me because I've had so many people have helped me along the way and it would be it'd be not I I wouldn't feel right not shouting them out. So shout out to obviously the guys, Luke especially. I, I see how hard he works, how much he loves this game, how much effort he has put in to make this experience fun for all of us. You know, you know, he's put his life and soul into making this game as fun as possible for all of us. And he cannot get enough credit for the effort he has put in. And obviously all the other guys involved behind the scenes, people we don't know about, you know, Andy, um, you know, all the others that, that involve, I don't know names. I'm so sorry, but anyone who's involved behind the scenes in the game, fantastic. You know, all of them, all of them are brilliant. Obviously Lordy Leroy, his amazing site. He's put in so much effort. It's fantastic. You know, that site has been a blessing this season for a lot of us, for data. For me, it is as well. Being able to pick up bits, compare my data, it's been a blessing. So fantastic stuff. Um, obviously, Mode and Irons, um, entertainment every week. Um, as ever, you know, the stream was as, uh, I think the stream was even better than it was was last year. So it's uh, fantastic. Um who else we got? Oh, CM Fantasy, um, the original Simmer. Um, you know, his work and what he did obviously inspired me to make content. So, 
he's obviously fantastic. Um, you know, works really hard, makes brilliant stuff. Uh, everyone who ever asks questions, you know, there's some regulars that always come up. So thank you to all of them. Who else we got? God, there's so many people. I know it's I know it's cliche to do all these shouts, but I think it's important in our community. People who are working hard, they're not doing it for anything. They're not getting anything out of it. There's no money or anything in this. And I think it's all just people putting in their effort because they want to make this game fun. FPL discussion, I speak to him a lot. His threads are brilliant. And finally, obviously, Craig, he'll love this. Um, he's the reason this pod really even happened because if he had never had me on his pod and never pushed me to do this, you know, I probably would have never have. So obviously a massive shout out to him. Yeah, thank you to everyone involved in this community. It's been a blast. And I hope this isn't my final pod. But if it is, like I said, it's been one of the funnest experiences of my life. Um, something different, something I've always wanted to do, doing pods. And I get to talk about data. And I love data because I'm a stats nerd. So, yeah, thank you, everyone. And for maybe one last time, see you later.